You gonna wait for it? I'm waiting for it. I forget how long it takes. <laughs> Seems like it's taking forever. What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to the conference of Beatdown. I'm Bloggy Bonilla. I'm Silent G. And we appreciate you guys checking us out. Um, make sure that you're visiting us regularly at all our spots. Dopemedianetwork.com. Check us out on iTunes Podcast Player, Comprehensive Beatdown. Check us out on Satchel Player. Follow us on Twitter at Comp Beatdown. We're on Facebook, Comprehensive Beatdown. You can email us, Comprehensive Beatdown at gmail.com. Having, word, having trouble with that word, Comprehensive. Comprehensive. Today. It's Sunday. Yeah, I don't no. want to talk today. I talk all week. <laughs> I don't want to talk. This is today. our second Sunday podcast. This is yeah. in a row, too. Yeah. Yeah. And this is episode 118. For anybody that was. Uh, we, we had written down 117 or 116 last week. Was that wrong? Yeah, it was wrong. Oh, shit. So remember, we we're going to talk about doing yeah. uh, corrections. Yeah. Yeah, so now we got to do that. Correction. Sorry about that. <laughs> we never do corrections. Um, it's not that we don't care, but you know, no. the kind of we don't care. Yeah, we just That's post it off. Put it out there. there. All right, so we have a special episode today, as you can tell from how nice our voices sound, that we are back in the studio um, with uh, our buddy over here, Mr. Uh, Lokai and Tiffany. Um, you use uh, everybody's fake names today. Um, so, uh, <laughs> just like us. Um, so, um, we have a special guest uh, today. Um, we have Sika with us, who's going to talk about her new um, EP, The Mule Plan, here in a minute. Uh, why don't you say what's up to everybody there, Sika? What's good, everybody? It's yeah. Sika. Um, so, we're really excited. She just dropped her EP on, what was it, Midnight on Friday this yes, weekend? Yeah. The first. Um, and we'll have a link up for it so you can uh, go check it out for yourself. Um, right now, we're just doing our normal little opening track thing. Um, with uh, an artist named Moomin, um, and I always get to pick out the weird stuff for the intro, so I heard a really good drum and bass album recently, and you don't get many of those anymore, so I really liked it, so I thought I'd pick that. Why don't you get many of those anymore? That's just kind of a dying genre. Um, it kind of died out with died other bass music. Did it yeah. morph into something else? Yeah. A lot of it went dubby, you know, um, some of those artists did that. But, yeah, this is good. Uh, check it out. I have a link in there for you as well. So what we're going to do is listen to um, some of the new Blood Orange songs from the new album uh, by Blood Orange. And what's Negro Swan is the name of that That's album? It. Yeah, so we're going to... two weeks ago. Yeah, it came out a couple weeks ago, and we're going to listen to some of that, and we're going to get a little bit of uh, info here from Sika, and then we're going to listen to her track. So, Sika... Um, tell the people uh, who you are. We're going to act as though none of our listeners know who you are. So you're introducing yourself to all four of our listeners. So <laughs> I'm kind of mad that you picked this to play in the background and then you want me to talk. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this, this is the hot this seat. This shit is hot jamming. <laughs> like, I'm distracted from even talking from the goodness that I'm hearing right now. We like to layer it on thick here. That's yeah, right. yeah, you're, you're, you're making me work right now. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you got the CP out. What's uh, how did you get to the CP? Um, tell the people because you got a pretty good extensive background in the Jackson music scene. So. Absolutely. Well, this EP actually came about because of the fact that I was exiting out of a group into a solo aspect of the music. Mm -hmm. So it took a little minute to even get this fully out because of all the different changes and adjusting that I was getting used to just being me right. on the mic. But Calico Panache is how I got my start in the Jackson music scene. Around 2008 mm -hmm. is when we first started going around playing at 
practically private parties. And then in 2009, it was like the first people in Jackson was like, hey, we want to pay you to be on our stage. And right. we were like, whoa. That's awesome. So <laughs> since 2009, it's kind of just been like nonstop. I've been everywhere on the East Coast side, all the way up to New York with the music and in Atlanta and now back in Jackson. And Jackson is where kind of my roots really are when it comes down to the music so it was a perfect place to really delve out my right. EP well so talk a little bit about Calico Panache because I remember that that band was hot um, when you guys were uh, yeah, together because we I moved back in 09 and that was one of the first like new bands that I had heard and I was like when I was like getting back into the music scene here after being gone um, so really? yeah talk a little bit about that what was the experience like uh, with Calico Panache that experience was it's I want to say that the experience really isn't over. Everyone just really had to move yeah. with life. But that experience was one hell of an experience. I mean, we started off in the beginning. It was just all of us playing playing the instruments and also singing. But it eventually got a little bit too heavy for us. So we ended up getting musicians to back behind us. Mm-hmm. But... It started off as a three-piece, then it ended up being four of us, and we ended up visiting 106 in Park as a team of five ladies. Mm-hmm. Rita B. being one of um, the members, she was our drummer, and she everyone. Such a good drummer. Yes, she's yeah. an excellent drummer. And then the voice of WJSU, Larissa Hale, she was one of our keyboardists. So we had like a lot of eclectic people that was really a part of the group that made it kind of dope in the sense that everybody really couldn't believe that we were continuously pulling it off. Mm -hmm. Because we probably hit every venue in Jackson that I can think of when we had our little run 2009 to about 2011. I just remember hitting damn near every stage I can think of. Yeah, you guys were all over the place. Yeah, we really were. Damn near every weekend, three times a week every weekend. And once 106 in Park happened, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, damn, this is like that height moment. So you know things are going to take off from there. But actually, that wasn't the case for us, honestly. And yeah. The background story of 106 in Park is the fact that we won the show and we still never got our reward from the TV oh, no. show. Yes. We, we never we, got we that have, reward. We'll get that money for you. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we got plans. That's we one got, of the things we, we can people, do. We got people. We know things. Yeah. You know. Just give us an <laughs> address. And they're in New York. We got stuff we got to take care of. Yeah. I, I, I need y'all <laughs> to go <laughs> kick some ass from 2011. <laughs> yeah. I was a pretty badass in 2011, I think. So I just kind of have to go back to that. Yeah. I was still in yeah, school. Yeah, you got to get your mindset back right in, back <laughs> so, in those days how do let's talk about this money for a minute just because that's very interesting to me so they just didn't send, give you what you were supposed to get like paid for the reward or the award or whatever nothing man as what? soon as um the show was over with the um guy that was over the show pat charles came in our dressing room gave us a copy of the script and a, and it was autographed from everyone that was on the show that day uh-huh and he exited the room, and then next thing you know, like security was coming in, like, okay, it's time for you guys to get out, basically. <laughs> it's like, all right, guys, we have other people that need the room. The oh, next show is shit. about the role. So, yeah, it was kind of like that. So, while wow. we were outside, our manager was calling on the inside, but no one, of course, would answer his phone call. Yeah. So, eventually, we just drove off. 
We're bringing the truth wow. today about <laughs> 106 in Park. Holy shit. Um, well, yeah, that's really funny. All right, sorry to make you talk about the money. Um, so was the Calico Panache, you said it didn't end. It's just kind of people moved down. When did that happen um, that you guys kind of split? That happened like the end of 2012. Okay. 2013 was the beginning of 2013 is when the lead singer Olivia um, went on and made the decision to move back to her hometown which is LA, Los Angeles Mm -hmm. and after that everyone really kind of had other little side projects and things that we were doing and it was taking us in different directions so it was kind of difficult to kind of stick together and continue working on any music but it's in the plans though for the future to eventually get back to that point because we never did release an album we only um, released the Mm mixtape so I know that's one thing that we know for a fact that we're gonna do I don't know when but it's gonna happen yeah you guys did a little uh, reunion at your wedding reception yes yeah yeah, you were there yeah I was there yeah, I don't remember much awesome. of that night, but I was there. I, I don't remember that much yeah. either. <laughs> Sign of a good wedding. Yeah, I just know that really we didn't beers. even we didn't even rehearse and like it was just perfect yeah. without hitch. Like that's just that's how you know you know you have a good group mm-hmm. together when you can be apart for years, yeah. literally, because we hadn't been in each other's presence in about two years, and it was just like turning on a light switch. Right. Well, that's good for the future when everybody can get back together. Um, All right, so you've been operating as a solo artist, basically, right, since then? That's correct. Um, So what's that journey been like? I know it's hard to talk about five years in such a short time, but what what are some of your ideas on that process? Man, that process is actually challenging. It's very challenging Mm -hmm. because at one point in the beginning of it, I was trying to actually like my voice and when people would tell me oh I love your voice I'm like what mm. the fuck like, <laughs> it was so weird to me because I'm so used to whenever I'm singing I'm used to having voices accompanying me mm. so every time I would hear my voice I kind of like ran away from being a solo artist in yeah. the beginning so at the beginning of the five years yeah I was running away from myself mm. then it took me like to be honest with you, I started filming the movie Yodi in Atlanta. This is when I was living in Atlanta at this time. Mm-hmm. And while I was filming that, I kind of had like this artist crisis. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you filming a movie? Like, yeah. you, this isn't, this wasn't in the plan. So, you know, I was kind of going through a little crisis there. And during that time, I was able to produce my first solo track which is called don't you wanna with and it's featuring um jay sky and once i finished that track it took me like a month of listening to it to say okay i think i do like my voice yeah and that was probably three years into trying to compile the meal plan Mm -hmm. and then the process of moving from Atlanta to back to Jackson kind of stalled me for a second so I hadn't been in the studio for a minute right so as soon as I went back to the studio it was like starting all over again like Mm -hmm. okay I don't like what I hear anymore okay and so 
I started going to the studio a little bit more regularly. And then once I got used to liking my voices on, on different people's songs, then I'm like, okay. And that's when I finally started the writing process. But then it got to the point where I was getting indecisive with the lyrics, indecisive mm. with the beats. And so it probably took two years for me to make up my mind on the beats. Right. And I didn't finalize the beat selection for this until like January right. of this year. And I finally stuck with that. Well, okay, I'm not gonna lie. I stuck with the beat selection all the way up until May. And Fred Nice ended up emailing me. And I was like, dude, you just messed up the whole vibe. <laughs> I gotta use this. Yeah. And so I had to, I had to just mess around with the concept a little bit more and that was the last addition that I made to the beat selection to the point that I was just finally really satisfied because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person I'm going to listen to the instrumental before I even decide that this is going to be a part of it. So right. I listened to all three of the tracks that I chose for it for a long time. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is the feel for right. sure. That's what's up. All right. So we're up to the mule plan, which we'll get to here in just a second. So it's an EP. Um, is this part of a larger project to come or what do you think absolutely um that's that's really the purpose of the appetizer track a lot of people is like why is it so short well i mean you know it's kind of like a sampler Mm -hmm. where you go and chill at the restaurant and you get a little sample taste and appetizers (laughs) right i made the appetizer like that exactly (laughs) (laughs) um i made it like that on purpose for people to look forward to the album because it's really going to be elongated and the album is just going to be it's going to be crazy it's going to be all kinds of different sounds all the different sounds that i like so it's not going to be just a one generalized feel i'm not saying that this ep is generalized in this feeling but the the mood kind of stays the same with Mm -hmm. this ep and the album is really going to be all over the place that's what's up well, let's uh, get into these um, tracks from the EP. So the EP is set up with uh, three songs and some uh, interviews with people. That's right? correct. Yeah, so we're just going to listen to the songs. We're going to leave the rest of it so people have to go download your shit. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll play these and we'll just get you to talk about them as we go. And then um, when it's over, we'll talk. I know you got some shows and stuff coming up, so we'll talk about that at the end. Um, so go ahead, Mr. Lokai, if you don't mind. Let's get into it. So just tell us what this is. Um, so this is the appetizer and it's featuring Hollywood look and it's called Your Heart and it's a really short rendition of just a cool love song. Mm-hmm. And so it's sh- uh, short. There's a longer version out there? Somewhere? Yes. Okay. That'll be on the album mode? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, what was the process like or how was it working with Hollywood? It was super easy. Like as soon as I walked into the studio, he was just like, okay, I, I got the hook for you. I was like, cool. We walked up in there. As soon as he pressed play, the lyrics just came straight out because I didn't have the lyrics written out to this one. I kind of wanted to see where his head was mm-hmm. and how he was feeling with it. So I kind of followed his lead on this. Um, after I heard what the lyrics were, because he's the one that's rocking the hook, after I heard what the lyrics were, it was just easy to pin whatever the verse is and it was just talking about just regular 
normal love stuff like you know you don't even have to guess it mm-hmm. when you're with the one that you know that you're with right so that's basically the feel of your heart that's lovely um where did you see so you recorded this at Luxia? this particular song was recorded at USA compound okay um cool. air slim he was the one that engineered this okay nice um, and the assist, I have to give the assist. Oh yeah, do it. Um, the assist was Skip Coon and Dollar Black. Oh yeah, they definitely coached me throughout the entire thing. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. So um, it's in the interview parts of the EP, there's uh, a lot of people from the hip hop scene in Jackson. Right. Yeah, so that's cool to see all those names. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to do that on purpose, just to kind of tease people and make them wonder like who 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 are these people talking and why mm-hmm. like there was a reason why i actually put all of those people in the order that i did that's awesome all right tell us about this one so this one is called human and it's just a play on the word human and it's spelled h-u-e-m-a-n and it's basically just talking about the struggles of being in Mississippi dealing with the things that we do deal with and there's a part of the song when I say every time we get a scene it gets emotional because it just seems like every time Mississippi gets a moment that seems like okay we about to cross over this big hill or something like it gets taken away some way somehow so it's um emotional roller coaster is a sample that's in the background and the reason why that particular song was chosen is because just talking about race color religion any of that all that stuff is emotional and when it comes down to being a human sometimes a lot of people just want to look at you as normal as they want you to be but it's just not real like how we really associate with each with each other does have a lot to do with the hue that we actually have. So that's the concept behind that one. That's cool. Um, where'd you record this one? This one I recorded in the comfort of my own home with Dollar Black. Okay, nice. Old Dollar, always helping out. He's so talented. Yeah, he's a man. Uh, Bloggy, I feel like I'm uh, monopolizing conversation. No, you're good. Here. <laughs> I feel like usually he talks a lot more. Yeah. No, I'm just kind of <laughs> taking it all in. Yeah. Got the solo. Uh, yeah. Or the Sunday flow. Like, yeah. I'm y'all, y'all, y'all Real talk. mellow. Yeah. Vibe you know, out. I like vibe. that. Yeah. We, vibe out. we typically record like on Thursday afternoons, but that didn't on work out. Yeah. On the couch at my house. Um, <laughs> That's cool. Too. Oh yeah. It's awesome. And but the past two. We've, just because of timing, everything had to be on Sunday afternoon. So the one from two weeks ago was just goofy as hell because it's yeah. just like not into it at all. You know? um, yeah. Um, same kind of day way this week. It's like I think Sunday is the only time I got open because yeah. of work and stuff. Yeah. That's funny. So we got to yeah. get it in when we can get it in. That's right. We're excited to have you on for sure. I appreciate you guys yeah. inviting me. No doubt. Um, is this, yeah, this is still the same song. Anything yeah. else you want to say about this one? I want to make sure you get all your... Well, this one is the entree. So I know I just explained a lot about the concept behind it, and that's the purpose of why the placement of this okay. one is like that, because it's a little heavy. So mm-hmm. that's your meal right there. Yeah. And the next song that's going to be coming up, of course, is your dessert. And I just feel like that one is full of flavor, like you want your dessert okay. to be. Okay, yeah. That's so that's up. the purpose of <clears throat> Protect Your Aura, which is... 
also the single of the EP. Right. And it's an it's an Erica Badu sample in the background, and this is the one that Fred Nice actually emailed me. Okay. After I had made up my mind and I had to replace. So you just did a <laughs> remix of it, basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's up with this song? It's kind of like a introduction to exactly who I am because I have a lot of singing going on in this and then surprise rap bars coming through. I think it's a good mix of different feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You've said that a couple times, uh, mixing up the vibes and feels and stuff like that. So this is a song that you think does that in one place? Absolutely. Absolutely. I see why you had to use this beat. This is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. This is my favorite one on the project. Yeah. That's really good. I like that. I would have had to do the same thing. It's like, you're fucking up my timing, but I'm going to do it. No doubt. Um, and plus, I, I, I say protect your aura. I've been saying that for a while. I even have buttons and merch and stuff. I was going to say, it. I think I have a button somewhere that says that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember you for a while would like tag out with that on a social media post and yes. stuff. Yeah, that's all that. Yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like, your I thing. I had to make a song for yeah, that. Yeah, okay. Um, so, as far as you know, your themes and songwriting. Do you try to cover a lot of... Obviously you do, but do you consciously, because you have your kind of, the more kind of political, social thing with human, um, and do you try to kind of uh, write about a variety, or you just like write what you're feeling at the moment, or do you plan that out at all? I kind of write about how I'm feeling in that moment, Mm -hmm. because each one of these songs had me feeling a particular way. So I kind of just went with that vibe. And that's kind of how I'm kind of finding my way with songwriting. Mm -hmm. And I know with the album, I'm not going to do all the songwriting myself. Because I kind of want to... I want to be able to plug in other songwriters' concepts that I'm pretty sure have something that's doper than what I could come up with. Right. So you can just really focus on the performance side? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really uh, cool idea. Um... Well, yeah, I really enjoy these songs. Looking forward to what's to come next, for oh, sure. Yes. Um, yeah, definitely. So, um, I know you got some release events coming up. You want to plug some of it, or plug all anything you got to plug? Yeah, as far on as that goes. September 14th, I'm having just a press release about the um, album. So, I have some emails that are out there, and just going to have a lot of people in the Jackson music industry to come out and just kind of network and talk about it and listen to the project for those who haven't mm-hmm. because right now it's only on Bandcamp right and on that particular day the 14th it'll be available everywhere on all the streaming networks mm-hmm. and of course the next day which will be the 15th will be Queendom Kong concert which was going to be Vitamin C, Young Jewels, and Crystal Gym. They're going to be opening for me, and I'm going to do a complete live set. And, of course, although this EP only has three songs, the concert's going to be at least 12. Yeah. So nice. it's going to be a really, really nice, vibed-out type of concert. And I'm calling this event a moving event because the opening acts are going to be performing in the front area, and mm-hmm. I'm going to have everybody come downstairs after I finish setting it up because yeah. you know I have a little ambiance and so this rugs is the and candles and Flamingo, shit correct? that's correct yeah. Um, yeah that's a good use of that back space back there absolutely yeah, that's, that's awesome yeah um, any other shows or anything coming up on the radar for you that's gonna be it for right now okay 
after that release concert, we're going to see where that leads me. Yeah. Um, and then you are still in the process of working on the full album or is yes. it about wrapped? Where are you at with that? Or when can we, expe- when can we maybe expect that? You can out? expect it next year for okay. sure. Um, probably, probably around the same time that I dropped this year. So mm-hmm. probably like a year from now, Okay, you'll have that full album. Cool. Well, that's excellent. Um, well, thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Thank you so I'll have much a for link me. up on the uh, for your Bandcamp um, so people can go there and check it out. Um, so you can stream and buy it off of Bandcamp. Absolutely. Is that correct? All right, cool. Um, yeah, so September 15th at the Flamingo, Queendom Come. That's it. Um, I'm actually DJing for Vitamin C that night. Oh, so you are going to have one, so uh, one dude on the stage for sure. So um, dope. Yeah, t- you saw that on that post. Um, we're, I want to call a CNG Music Factory, and I'm trying to figure out. No, uh, you cannot do that. You oh, know yes, what? We're, we're, we're going to call you Slash. Because no. <laughs> no. you, you're, you're Silent G Slash, this person Slash, right, right. Slash. Yeah. All, yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. But yeah, we're very much looking forward to that show. And, uh, you know, just talking about the music scene in Jackson, um, we we're talking about this that past couple days. Yeah. Just with the kind of younger, this next generation of folks yes. coming up, you know, because we're so young. Yeah, I mean, we're forty, so we're like aging out of this, you know. And they but, always look at me crazy when I let them know how old I am. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, just seeing, you know, it, I love the female side of things right now. Absolutely. Like, everybody on your show, and I would throw uh, Betsy um, Berryhill yes, into there, and a I few love other people. Betsy has so many great women performing in the city right there's now. A, there's a, almost a cohesiveness between the movement. Like, you don't... You see that in other, other scenes. That's always been one you, of our problems. You, you've always missed that. Or Since I've been... I've been here since 2011, but... Like I haven't seen that in the scene. Like I'm seeing it now with like the like the younger artists coming up, like all working together, going to each other's shows. Yes, they go like, to each other. They actually it. support, yeah. wear each other's merch, yeah, all of that. with each other and at like, the front of the stage at yeah. each other's every yeah. show. Yeah, I mean it's it's really it's it's really good to see that it the, is the, the scene turning that way because I think that's when scenes really start to to grab to um, grab traction absolutely mm-hmm. um, so in a music scene to when when artists are, are freely working with each other and 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 kind of building each other up that's when something that's exactly what's sustainable happening. yeah, yeah. And you, you see that and it's really really neat to see um that starting to happen yeah. you know especially with such younger artists and such young artists you know yeah. and with stuff, me so. throwing audience control i've witnessed so many different like relationships form and build and how they've still stuck together like mm-hmm. aisha raquel she's from hattiesburg and because she came up here to perform for audience control she's been sticking with the majority of the female artists here in jackson and it's just like you know, like in a transplant type of way. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like she's from here too. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just, it's some different type of vibration that's going on that's keeping everybody like really tagged into each other. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's, yeah. um, you know, it's never been like bad here, but it just was missing that one like level, you know, like you were talking about where like people wouldn't come to each other's shows and, you know, be weird about being on videos with people and stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, yeah, this newer generation all across the, all the you know, all across genres and everything yeah, I mean, really impressed yeah, it's, with. It's, it's great to Absolutely. see. Absolutely. You, know? um, you did mention audience control uh, before we sign out here. Um, say a little something about that because I know that's one of your ongoing like pet projects. Oh, yeah. Audience doing. control is an artist platform, and we just provide an area for an area over at Offbeat for mm-hmm. artists to just come by and 
throw their own show, do it your way. We're not gonna put any restrictions on you. Right. All we just ask you to do is bring your bring your audience. Mm-hmm. Let your audience control the vibe and let's vibe out. This yeah. September is the last one that we're doing for this this year and we'll continue back in 2019. But Young Jules will be headlining this one and this one is gonna be a concert version instead of just a regular version. So it's what, gonna be uh, really dope. What's the date of that one? That one is September 29th. Okay, cool. That's at the end of the month and that's at Offbeat. Yes. Always at Offbeat, yeah. Yes. Cool, well thanks. Um, well thank you so much for coming to hang out with us. Uh, we're very excited for you and the new thank project. Thank you so much. Um, excited for the show in a couple weeks. So again, that's the Flamingo on September 15th. Um, probably doors at like seven or eight or something like that. Yeah, eight. Eight. Okay, yeah, doors at eight. Um, and I'll have a link up to your Bandcamp page so everybody can come find you and stuff. Um, but I think that's it. You got anything else? No. Very good. I'm <laughs> you, uh, you really came in on the end there. Like, yeah, you, you know, just stepped it up. Yeah. Stepped it up a little bit. I, I felt shit. like yeah. I, was, I was holding that all in. The <laughs> so I, was, um, I was bundling all those words, words up in my head. Nice. I finally got to spit them out. So, uh, yeah, um, you check us out on com- or at Comp Beatdown on Twitter, Conference and Beatdown on Facebook, uh, iTunes, uh, Satchel Podcast Player. If you don't have that, download that. That's really cool. Um, we're at dopemedianetwork.com is our home and uh, comprehensive beatdown at gmail um, we're accepting all uh, insurance scams on our gmail yeah, right oh, now we need yeah. to work on like a cash app or something because I'm tired of not getting paid I know let's um, get on that guys well if we had a cash app we would just be even more upset about not getting paid because yeah, we, we actually have a platform yeah definitely um, <laughs> invest it into various uh, dirty businesses um, cool well uh, Sika thanks again um, we'd like thank to thank so uh, Lokai and Tiffany for recording us and making us sound good as we like to from time to time great tunes in the background yeah no doubt um yeah shout out to that new blood orange project it is very good yes yeah um you know i haven't even i'm like two months behind it snuck up it snuck up on me it popped up on came out two fridays ago it popped Mm -hmm. up on my new release stuff and i don't think i knew about it coming yeah i had no idea you ignored it at first no, no, we just I no, didn't. No, no, no. I just didn't know it was coming out. I've, yeah. been, I've been a fan, so yeah. But, I normally um, know when that. Yeah, stuff I, I normally I normally I know, but yeah, it snuck up on me, so I was very pleased. It's actually probably pleasant surprise. Yeah, probably his best work to date, huh. like overall. I think that's I think what's up. Best work. Well, cool. Um, all right. Well, uh, as always, I am Silent G. I'm Blogger Bonilla, and we'll see you next time, whenever that might be. Peace. Peace.